So we're back with So You Think You Know Sports. We give you weekly updates on things you want to know, like off-the-court stories, game highlights, and all-around current sports knowledge, mostly highlighting NBA, NFL, and sometimes college. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl and the aftermath, J.J. Watt being released by the Houston Texans, Russell Wilson, Terrell Owens' beef with the Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame, our pick for the NBA League MVP, and Anthony Davis' injury. But before we get into it, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Mohammed, and I'll let my partner introduce himself. Back like I never left. Oh, you know what it is, Alex. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah, let's dive straight into it with the Super Bowl. So the Buccaneers took home the Lombardi, the Lombardi Trophy. Actually, it stayed home because it was a home game for them at Tampa Bay with a score of 31-9, to defeating the Kansas City Chiefs. Now Tom Brady has his seventh ring. But with this win, who deserves more credit over the win over the Kansas City Chiefs? Tom Brady and the offense or the Tampa Bay defense? I, it's really a combined effort on this one. Not many times do I say it's a combined effort, uh, but defense played very well uh, to, to a point where you really couldn't identify one that was better than the others. I think if there was a more outstanding defensive player, they would have won the, uh, the MVP of the Super Bowl, but I, I think it's really kind of shared. Tom Brady did his his part. Offense did his part. The players who came uh, onto the team just within this year did their part. So it's really like I would say it's really down the middle. If, but if I had to really lean on one, it's going to be the defense. Okay. Well, I'm going to go on the other end. I'm going to say it's Tom Brady because it's not just about this one game. It's about his presence, what he brought to the team, and how this all came together. Um, he was the missing piece that added on extra pieces to get them to this point because they did not make the playoffs last year. And now the next year he comes, they win the Super Bowl. So I would say he is the biggest reason why they won the Super Bowl. Uh, just because of the actual game, like, of course, they got there because of him. The combination of players who came out of retirement, became to there to actually be in the Super Bowl because only the players on offense who just got there were the ones who scored in the Super Bowl. But you really can't discount what the defense did to possibly supposed to be the best offense in like the past decade. Um, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, they, they made them put up only nine points. Only the kicker put up points in the Super Bowl. That can't be really understated, which is a big thing, especially because it's just – it's really highlighted how good their offense is for the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not really discounting the defense. I mean, they were amazing. They really did shut down the Kansas City Chiefs. They have a great offense. They have been great all year. But um, Tom Brady was the missing piece and got them to play like this. I, I think whenever you have that guy on the other side that you know is going to do their part, that just gives you kind of like a – an extra motivation, like, okay, he's going to do his part, so we do our part. So they all took care of business. So I guess you can say half and half just for that game. But as far as who's who gets the most credit, I'm going to say Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, he gets the credit for getting – because otherwise I, don't, I definitely don't think the that the Tampa Bay Bucks would have been in the Super Bowl this coming year. He was a glue piece to add on the other pieces – but I really can't understand what that, that defense did to the Chiefs. They really could – that offense could have scored one touchdown and a field goal and would have won that game. So that, that alone uh, lets me know that they, they really did make a big statement. But that's why it's so hard for me to really pin it on one side. I, I don't think the offense was overwhelming. They became overwhelming due to what the defense was doing, and defense was definitely overwhelming, which really gives it a 50-50, but definitely, yes. Uh, the credit has to go to Tom Brady, especially the, the MVP, 
MVP trophy because it's more than just that game. It's what he's meant to them for the entire season. Well, I mean, if the offense only scores that little bit, that still does put pr- more pressure on the defense. Like, they don't have any room to breathe. Like, they, they can't let anything up because the Kansas City Chiefs, they decided to throw the ball almost every time. They abandoned the run. But if the game is closer, now they can be more versatile and they have more plays that they can run. So, I mean, it works both ways. Um, yeah, that's that's why I'm giving them 50-50. They had this man on the run. The offensive line for the Chiefs was horrible. Um, the Patrick Mahomes was doing his best. I, from the last time that we recorded, like I was saying, it was built for them to lose this game. He already had a toe injury. He was doing amazing for having a toe injury uh, and constantly under the threat of getting getting hit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really going to give him any excuses about a toe injury, but whenever he did just as good against the Bills. So I don't think that was too much of a factor here. It was mainly the offensive line and the type of pressure that he got in his face with those four guys up front from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I'll go ahead and ask, what happened to the Kansas City Chiefs, the mighty Kansas City Chiefs? A lot of things happened. I, like It was really built for them to lose this. Uh, just go with uh, the assistant coach um, being in a car accident that put a child in, the co- in a coma uh, for a couple weeks or a week or two. I'm not, they just came out of the coma, so I'm not exactly sure whether it's been a week or two on this, but that, uh, that steers your focus away. Then you know you don't have your offensive linemen. I think it was at least four of their offensive line starters weren't. It was just uh, one, really, from the last was, game. Uh, but yeah, they torn Achilles. Either way, you still have to deal with somebody who not as trusted and you see together they did they had no type of cohesiveness to pick up what the other person was lacking at all. This man was under extreme threat the entire time. And anybody knows he actually did well, even though he didn't win score a touchdown, he did well for the extreme amount of pressure he had on him. So I I, I think it's the toe injury, really, it wasn't even a toe injury because he played well. It didn't seem like it had actually affected him during the game, but I do think it it had to be – it is a factor. Uh, it is not one thing you can kind of – you have to get over, especially on top of having to run for your life each time you snap the ball. <laughs> but <laughs> So I, I, it's the offensive line. It's the uh, – I wouldn't say as much Patrick Mahomes, but uh, him having to overcompensate – and then it was the receivers completely dropping passes that were hitting them in the face. Yeah, they, they definitely did drop some passes. Um, one of his uh, safety, safety nuts and um, what's his name? Uh, Travis Kelsey. He dropped a couple of passes that he would have normally made. But I just saw during the first quarter of the game, whenever I think he, he made his first drop, it just seemed like it just was not going to be their day. I could just tell just looking at their face. It, it, it just wasn't going to be their day. I mean, Tyree Kill, I'm not sure how many catches he had, but it was all garbage time um, for the most part. Patrick Mahomes, he did the best that he could. Um, he did not have a great game, but it was probably one of the best, worst games that I've ever seen from a, a quarterback. Because... I mean, his escapability, how he was still trying to get the ball off, it was just ridiculous. I was like, <laughs> this dude does not go down, or at least they're not hitting him hard enough to go down. Um, because there was one time the guy, he had him all the way down to the sideline, and he was twisting and turning and actually got a pretty accurate throw towards the back of the end zone. I was like, wow. And then there was another one where he was sideways, horizontal in the air, and he was able to get a pass mm. off. It was ridiculous. And this man's face mask. That would have should have been a touchdown. He should have never got the ball there. Like it was an un- impossible odds just to get the ball off alone. This, like you said, he was parallel to the ground in the midair, throws it sidearm, hits the man dead in the face mask, and he drops it. <laughs> well, I also, I, I mean, it's not a big excuse, but. Let's say, like, whenever you're trying to catch a ball and somebody puts their hand in the way, like, you're thinking, okay, it's going to go off their hands, but you're not ready for it, and it just, bam, hits you in the face or 
you know, you're just not ready for it. And I think that's what happened with the receiver. Um, but there's still no excuse for him not to catch it. Uh, yeah. But he, he, I mean, Patrick Mahomes did as good as he could, I guess. But he did make some mistakes in the beginning that I think he wished he, he, he could have got back. Yeah, I, I agree uh, in a lot of those ways uh, about this. But I think also you got to blame the coaches because they threw whatever the the plan was got thrown out very, very, very early. Or if that was the plan, they, they plan improperly. Uh, I think they bought into the hype of a shootout situation. So pass, pass, pass. We always got to – we need to get ahead. We need to pass some more. Even if we're close, we need to pass some more. They, there was no type of running game, but that might be due to them knowing they didn't have the running uh, blocking as somebody who can run block. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not fully sure uh, because each offensive lineman is a professional offensive lineman. They're still supposed to be able to do their job. But it, 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 was, it was a lot going on. It was the coaching. It was, it was a lot of hurdles for them to go over and a lot of things in favor for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Chiefs have really been in like this lull of, hey, when is the end of the season? When is the Super Bowl for the entire season? No full-out challenges. They had one with they lost to the Raiders, but nobody's real concerned about that. But it, they it lost just, to the Chargers too. Yeah, they lost to the Patrick Chargers Mahomes once didn't again. Play. Yeah, once again, nobody really cares about the Chargers or the Raiders uh, losing oh, to either one. Oh man, I have to pump the brakes on that. I mean, look at the quarterback. He won rookie of the year. Justin yeah. Herbert for the Chargers. But what are there any type of threat for the playoffs? There are no real threat. There is absolutely no. If they get a real coach, yes. Because he, yeah, he, he seemed that great. Yeah, <laughs> he, I don't know if you watched him play, but he was that good. I, I would agree for future, but as of last year, there was absolutely no threat. They had the coach they had, and there was absolutely no threat of them being any type of contender when it actually counts when it comes to the playoffs. They didn't even make the playoffs. So nobody really cared about those actual losses. Maybe the Raiders won. That's why they got a little hype off of that. But they lost that second time around, didn't make the playoffs. We all, we, well, some people know that story um, with the Raiders. But overall, they didn't get challenged enough. And with the team that they felt they were getting challenged enough against, they lost. Oh, sorry, actually, they won against and then faced again in the Super Bowl, which was just due for some revenge. Well, I also think that they looked at the Bucks' defense and how they were number one in rush defense. And they were like, okay, we can't really we don't have much of a chance to uh, run against this team because nobody has really run that well against them. But if you look at the leading rusher for um, the Kansas City Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he had nine carries for 64 yards, which is a pretty good average. They just got away from the run. I guess it was because of the way that the defense was set up. That's the reason why they were able to get those extra yards. And um, Tampa Bay, they were playing pass the whole time, but I think they were just afraid of the rush defense for uh, Tampa Bay. I think they really got suckered into this whole uh, we're going to have a shootout situation. Uh, I don't think that running was really any part of their plan. If they were smart, they just run and play a real football game, you know, grind it out, but that's not the way the Chiefs do it. They, they carefully free. Um, we're going to talk the ball a million times. Um, they also got caught up in a normal Tom Brady thing uh, right before the half, uh, throwing up a shot to get a t- touchdown. They even p- fell victim to that. So it-, it was a lot of different things. The Chiefs defense has never really been that great. Uh, but uh, They were the week before. Or two weeks before. Who were they playing two weeks before? The Bills. Bills. Yeah, but I, I, never, I never considered them as a great defense they have great players but not a great defense well they shut down lamar jackson so i mean come on we <laughs> can't have it both ways well they had their day that's having a day that's not having a good defense in total that's a day okay <laughs> but i mean the browns held them to 22 points but um yeah so with this loss does Patrick Mahomes take a hit to his legacy? Actually, no. It, it, only that little bit of 
if he's really trying to reach this whole uh, astronomical uh, get the 10 Super Bowls, win seven thing, yeah. But that's like such an astronomical long journey to even get there to start considering things like that. Uh, so only, I don't think so due to what we kind of said earlier, it's, well, what you said earlier. Uh, it's one of the best, worst games I've ever seen. It was definitely not a Cam Newton Super Bowl. Well, I mean, it was slightly similar as far as the pass rush because in both games, the pass rush really got to the quarterback. But Patrick Mahomes is just able to mostly escape. Um, by the end of the game, he he couldn't anymore because they really got on him. Um, but I would say slightly, but not maybe not for for exactly the same reason that you said. Um, I guess it kind of puts a bigger a bigger obstacle in front of him and just catching Tom Brady as being the greatest of all time, because people were very quick to crown him as the most talented, you know, best all around greatest quarterback ever with winning Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. And then he also gets the, um, the biggest contract ever for a football player. I mean, half a billion dollars. I mean, it's, it's like he was getting everything all at once. Um, but you know, I think, Later on down the road, oh, the, I'm kind of going off course here, but this win for Tom Brady will age better than it. Like it'll look better, even better down the road than it does right now. Oh, definitely. Like completely, definitely when it comes to Tom Brady. Um, with Patrick Mahomes, uh, I, I think that it really doesn't hurt him in his legacy role, but they may create a whole new column just for him. So that they can make the, have that conversation, they're gonna just like you said it. How exactly how you phrased it? The most talented quarterback because nobody actually says Tom Brady is the most talented quarterback. If anything, they're putting Aaron Rodgers in that boat, boat right now, uh, along with Patrick Mahomes. So I think they're just going to eventually try to change the narrative from oh he's the goat from he's the most talented quarterback ever, which is kind of saying the same thing and being able to feed into this whole uh, he's the greatest type of thing as it goes along. Yeah, but I don't think that really lasts much longer because a lot of these quarterbacks coming up, these guys can do some of the same things. I mean, they're they're very very, uh, elusive. They're able to throw off balance in different types of ways. I mean, there's a lot of athletic quarterbacks coming up, so he won't be the only one. Oh, no, I agree. I, I, just about how the media uh, frames this, because there's definitely a whole lot of great, talented quarterback who really in the same box, just different ways of doing the same thing. Patch, you got uh, sorry, not Patrick Mahomes. Um, other than Patrick Mahomes, you have Deshaun Watson, you have Lamar Jackson, you have uh, for the Cardinals. Um, dang it. What's Colin his name? Murray. You got a, there's a lot of like same kind of type of quarterbacks with extremely great arm strength, uh, running ability, escapability, and all those things. If anything, Russell Wilson is on in the old bag of that being that type of quarterback. Um, if you're, and I wouldn't even say he's, I don't know where he's going to sit in history uh, for the NFL, even though he's highly uh, thought of during his career. He's probably going to be somewhat like, Maybe the Aaron Rodgers, like, yeah, yeah something like that. Aaron Rodgers. Well, what I'm Aaron saying Rogers? is, I, I thought you were going to choose somebody who already retired. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm what I'm what I'm trying to say is like, you know how you have Tom Brady and then Aaron Rodgers, because Aaron Rodgers came after Tom Brady, but Tom Brady was able to win all these championships and have all these great teams. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, he's more like the Tom Brady level as far as being able to compete at that high level and go to Super Bowls multiple times, at least from what we've seen so far. Um, but Aaron Rodgers has never been back to the Super Bowl since 10 years ago. And Russell Wilson, last time he went was for that in- interception. So, I mean, that's the comparison that I'm making. That he's in that same box. I think he ends up in the Drew Brees box. Highly thought of. But... Might be better. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not really sure. It, it's so it's going to be very close on that one, just due to Drew Brees 
gathering of stats. I don't know whether Russell Wilson is even close on those type of stats on um, receiving records and all that other stuff uh, yards. But I think he, if it, if I'm picking somebody who's closer to retirement or about to retire, I would say he fits in probably the Drew, Drew Brees spot of quarterbacks. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a whole nother. They have a column for him as most talented quarterback, or he's in the echelon of most talented quarterbacks. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they really crown him. I mean, if he would have won the Super Bowl, they would have put him in the GOAT discussion. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> they're just waiting for him to get there. Um, but I'll move it along to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and I'll ask, how many more will Tom Brady win with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? That all depends on contracts. And I think his best shot is really with this uh, going back-to-back. Right now, like this next time, it's his next best time. Uh, just due to, of course, when you're older, um, contracts and really it's contracts contracts and the people who've gotten their big names and now are due for their payday. They're gonna franchise tag a few of these people, keep it together just enough for this one year, but after that, it's going to be absolutely hard to keep a lot of those people on the roster. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, they have some key pieces that are going to be free agents this upcoming season with uh, Chris Godwin. Um, I think he'll be in his fourth or fifth year. So he's looking for a payday. Uh, one of their edge rushers, Sha- Shaquille Barrett. Um, somebody's going to throw a whole bunch of money at him. And they have a couple of uh, veterans, maybe Jason Pierre-Paul and Nadonna and Sue. Um, so they have some really key pieces that might not be able to come back, um, which can make a huge difference. But I'm going to say possibly one, but that's probably it. Yeah, but isn't that just adding on anyway? So it's not like <laughs> he doesn't need anymore. <laughs> it's not required in any possible way at all. Like he's 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 fulfilled all requirements. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's no need to even do a thing, not even to lift a finger. Um, but should Bill Belichick regret getting rid of Tom Brady? Definitely. Definitely. He could have kept this man still under his thumb. That's what he's been doing. That's what Tom Brady has been professing and really having his best life uh, post-Patriots. Uh, all his comments about even his coach coming out like he's, I shouldn't say like he's an equal, you know, the, the status or the level of how football works, coach, then quarterback type of thing. But he really treats him as an all out equal. And I'm going to speak for him. I'm going to give him all the praise. It's he's very quick to give him all the praise when it comes to Tom Brady. And he does deserve it, but it's just not the way things go. But all the stuff is coming out about, Oh, he, he, as his coach said, uh, he wanted to find another way to win or uh, he, he didn't have much fun or we even seeing him drunk on the on that uh, boat parade. That was quite interesting to watch. But overall, yeah, I would say, yes, Belichick should have should be really, 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 really regretted uh, because he has to rebuild. And I think they would have always kind of been in the race with him in the next other two years. I don't know whether they make the Super Bowl. I, I just do to their roster. They would, might not have made the Super Bowl last year, but they would have still been in the race. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. I was pretty torn with it. Um, just with the weapons or lack of weapons that the Patriots have um, these past couple of years, I think that Tom Brady would definitely have made them more competitive and they would have made the playoffs, but they just don't have enough to even think about sniffing the Super Bowl um, with the roster that they have. And then with all the opt-outs, mainly on defense, it it just wasn't a good recipe. But um, I think with Tom Brady, like he got other free agents to come to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he would have still had that in New England. But I'm not sure if people want to still go to New England with the way that it's set up right now. Like, who's going to be the quarterback going forward? Like, there's no... There is structure there, but there's not like a quarterback structure there as far as who's going to be the guy going forward. Yeah, it's, it's something that 
Bill Belichick undervalued by a lot, the name of Tom Brady. Because there it's rumors out here that they're trying to line up getting Jimmy G again, which was supposed to be already be um Damn. Tom <laughs> Tom Brady's um his successor at one time. Uh but you know, ended up getting rid of him, getting some trick, uh, some trades, and they got the Super Bowls after that. So it was a good choice at that time to to make that adjustment. Uh, but I, even if you get Jimmy G, there's not going to be an att- attracting amount of people to come there. It, not everybody really is wanting to be a part of the Patriot way when it's not fun. And they're, they're willing to sign up for it if it comes with winning. But they're not willing to sign up for it when it doesn't come with winning and then no fun. It's just not at all what these players are about. They really want to actually compete for a Super Bowl, and Jimmy G does not spell that out for you. Uh, only other ones that are like toss-ups right now for where they will actually be to make that type of uh, attraction for the Patriots. I'm not saying these players will be at the Patriots at all, but Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, um and uh gosh i i really don't think of anybody else right now who's on the like possibly not on the same team type of quarterback that would make it to where people would come to the patriots um jimmy g is not really attracting anybody um i would take doc prescott i, I would definitely take him over jimmy garoppolo because jimmy garoppolo is you know slightly above average he's not really going to elevate your team he's serviceable yeah, he's serviceable, but he's he's not really going to do much for you, um, especially with the weapons or lack of weapons that they have right now. So I, I really don't want him. Really, I just want somebody in the draft that they can get. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't even mind another tank year. I mean, this past year wasn't really, but you just got to get a better quarterback for the future. Yeah, but I think he wants somebody who he knows. He doesn't really want to start over. I, I just don't think Bill Belichick wants to start over. He wants somebody who knows his playbook and all of those other uh, factors that he wants in his control of the team. Uh, I do think they're going to hit a, a like a good three-year time before they really get any real stability to the Patriots. Well, um, that's really unfortunate, but I really don't want Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I mean – even if, let's say, we have his talent, is he going to be available? Just look at the amount of games that he's missed just being on the 49ers. Mm. Yeah, I, and he didn't go to cold weather? Nah. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't want Jimmy G either, but I do think that's the plan. I do think that's what's going to happen. And I really don't think any one of these big-name quarterbacks are going to choose the Patriots uh, anymore just due to the feel of – the treatment of Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll see what happens. It'll be interesting. We, we, I mean, Matt Ryan might be out there. I mean, there's a few quarterbacks that might be out there. Um, but Matt I'll Ryan? <laughs> I'll take him over. <laughs> Jimmy G? I, I would agree. Oh, yeah, I yeah, would, yeah. Definitely. Over yeah, I, I would take him over Jimmy G. Yeah, definitely. But I don't know how that works. I, I, yeah, I would take him. That, that's a, I think that's a good move for them. I don't know how that works, though. I don't know what the contract situation is with the uh, Falcons, what they can actually give up, all of that other stuff. I just don't – I'm not sure how that even happens, though. Well, I mean, they have a high pick, so I, I don't know. Um, but I'll move along to J.J. Watt and how he has been released by the Houston Texans. Uh, he has grown very frustrated with the team, and nobody wanted to trade for him, and he's still out on the market. So, with J.J. Watt's release, should he be the most sought-after free agent? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's really not that old, but it would feel like, it really does feel like he's old. I, I, I don't know why. But it really feels like he's old in the league, but he really is. And I think he's under the age of 30, actually. Um, which, But no, I, I, I'm trying to think of what the landscape of free agents are out here, but I'm definitely putting uh, like Antonio Brown over him. <laughs> I'm, putting, uh, I'm putting a lot of people over uh, J.J. Watt. I don't think he's an overwhelming 
thing. He's a nice addition. He's kind of like the the Sue of the of the Bucks right now. He's not making big splashes like he did before, but he can be a great added piece to hold down his responsibility. Yeah, yeah. He's just an addition to a championship contending team. He's not really going to put your team over the top, but, you know, he'll be serviceable. Um, maybe you have some flashes of his MVP season where he can create some sacks or, you know, uh, force fumble or something, but he's not really going to make a huge difference. And maybe um, Tom Brady leads him over to the, the Buccaneers if they lose another edge rusher or somebody. So, um, I mean, anything can happen. Yeah, I do see that happening. There will be a whole set of people who are willing to uh, take less to go there um, just due to not getting a championship and it being kind of set up to possibly get it uh, this next come around. But it's all in the air for, uh, for why. He's even talking about the Browns, which... I don't know why. It's just the the bad luck. He might be looking for a payday. True. It it could be his possible last payday, even though I know he's young. Even though I know he's he's 31. Well, that's still not super old. It really isn't. He he should be in the market for a payday, but yeah, I think that is what he chases. So whoever is going to give him the best money is really going to be the person who gets him. And I don't think he's really leaning more towards they have to be contenders. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think he's looking for that last big payday. I mean, and just look at him compared to Nadonik and Sue. Sue is 34. Yeah, it's, it, it's not happening. I've seen him with that same arm brace for many, many, Forever. many Many of seasons. <laughs> Shoot, just I think last season, not this past season, but the year year before, I was just talking about is it over for uh JJ Watt. I think he had a horrible like it was like zero tackles for a couple different games. Uh so just about a year ago, I was saying, is it all over? And I've not seen him make big splash this year. It's just that his name is still big name. Yeah, I would agree. I mean He's not really wrecking any games, but, you know, he's, he's serviceable. Um, but maybe he'll join Tom Brady in sunny Tampa where they, uh, you know, drink and party. But let's move it along to Russell yeah, Wilson. <laughs> let's move it along to Russell Wilson and how, and how he has grown frustrated with the amount of hits that he has taken behind his offensive line. Um, and he's been very vocal about being possibly traded. So, do you think this is justified? Um, yes, definitely justified. Like he's been, we all know the. Well, I know the image I think of when Russell Wilson is him scrambling, and the reason for scrambling is because you're under pressure. <laughs> so, uh, that means it's pretty often he is on the run and still does what he's supposed to do. Uh, one real strange thought that came into my not really strange, but I think mutually uh, interesting parties would really come together on this is if there was a trade between Dallas and the Seahawks. I think this, Dallas would take the the sturdy quarterback who's going to come through and make the right decisions, and that going to Seahawks uh, starts over the situation, and he gets to be control of a team. Uh, so I, I just from quickly. Quick thinking, I think that would be a great trade to just even trade. Um, it's not exactly an even trade because uh, Dak's coming off an injury and he's looking for a big payday, really big, $40 million. But <laughs> um, I think, and yes. if he's not is... getting it, if he ain't getting it, he he's, can at least, they can negotiate with the Seahawks, though. I think uh, having that confidence behind the franchise and the franchise being kind of dependent on you may be better off for him than that extra maybe three to five million. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I think he is justified. Um, I've seen that he's been sacked 394 times over nine seasons for an average of 40, 44 sacks per season. And he's on track to become the most sacked quarterback in the league history in three years 
surpassing Brett Favre, and he's at 525. <laughs> so yeah, That's yeah, crazy. he's taking he's taking too many hits. Um, I didn't even realize that. Uh, so I mean, but a I part of it is, to go to Dallas. but 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 a part of it is with scrambling quarterbacks. Whenever you're trying to escape, you're let, let's say that you try to escape one way. And then you see it uh, like a defender coming, and then you go the other way. You kind of run yourself into sacks. So it's not completely all on the offensive line, um, but the offensive line has not been that great for a while. Um, but yeah, he's that, that's way too many hits. He can't last that long or, or much longer uh, if he continues to take take this many hits. Uh I think it goes hand in hand and it ends up going right back to the offensive line because like, like you're saying, he, he's going to adjust and go into another sack, which there the offensive line is probably saying because you're extending plays, that's why you're getting sacked. But isn't that the whole goal is to extend plays and for you all to hold your block. The reason why you didn't hold the first block, which then made me run. So I have to extend the play and which then gets me into another sack because now somebody else is uh, not, uh, not done with their, their part. So I, I think it eventually comes down to the offensive line and just the most obvious offensive line that I know is at least somewhat good when healthy is going to be Dallas's offensive line. Um, other than that, I, I don't see many, there's other trades to be had, but I think mutually agreeing factors, uh, having Russell Wilson in the confidence of the franchise, uh, scrambling if he needs to but having a good offensive line and having a whole lot of the other team parts of the teams being ready to make it to a super bowl because it's just they can't get it all together yeah i mean they can't exactly get it all together um it was a very surprising first round loss for them against the rams um but when you think about it, they haven't been past the second round since they went to the Super Bowl. Um, and, I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers, he's a clear example of you just know when you you, you never know when you're going to get back because he hasn't been back you, in 10 years. You said that since they've been back to the Super Bowl, like Super Bowl was like a couple years ago, 10 years ago. It was in the 90s. And just to let other people know who don't know when the last time the uh, Cowboys went to the Super Bowl. No, no, I'm talking 90s. about the Seahawks. Oh, you're talking, talking about the Seahawks. Seahawks. Okay, gotcha. okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's been about seven years since he's been to the Super Bowl. Um, so if he feels like they're not capitalizing on his prime, then I would say, you know, try to look for the best team that's looking for um, – his best interests. I think the rest of that team is a dud. It's not built in any way to actually go to Super Bowl right now. Like he has a great one, great uh, receiver, but other than that, the defense is not the Legion of Boom. Like it's really nothing of the caliber of the Super Bowl team. Uh, just one better receiver than the set of receivers they had before. Well, I think the biggest piece they're missing is a running back to take the pressure off of them because they had multiple running backs throughout the season that didn't really make an impact. Yeah, I, I would agree. But I think that he's he's in a losing game. Like, there's a whole lot of quarterbacks just like him in the league, if not more talented. Height-wise, I wouldn't say arm strength wise. He he definitely does. He's a high level quarterback, but there are a whole lot more quarterbacks like him in the league than there isn't. And they have better teams around them. Yeah, I would say definitely Patrick Mahomes. Um, he probably has the best best team around him. Baltimore. Um, Baltimore, yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, they they don't really provide him with enough talent at receiver. True, but, but they haven't had a losing season in a, a very long time since they had uh, Lamar Jackson, and uh, they may not do what they're supposed to do in the playoffs. They did get one this past season, but overall, they're they're not having losing seasons. They it's a better team all around. Uh, Joe Flacco, they did. 
Yeah, but that's I'm not talking about Joe Flacco days. Yeah, I'm only talking about Lamar Jackson days because I'm not putting Joe Flacco on the level of uh, Russell Wilson. No, nobody is. <laughs> he's he's uh slightly better than Nick Foles. <laughs> uh, I would say Nick Foles is. Uh, yeah, you're about right. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's pulling hairs there. <laughs> slightly better. They had good playoff runs and. Never did a thing after I that. I think um, Nick Foles is more cherished. Um, I, I guess with just the cherished. Eagles. I, I guess just with that. Yeah, where's uh, Nick Foles cherished? Just with the Eagles. Sorry, not Nick Foles. I'm sorry about that. Um, what's the other quarterback? Joe um, Flacco. Joe Flacco. Where's Joe Flacco? Uh, he, he won them a Super Bowl. Yeah, a Super Bowl, but he's not more cherished than Ray Lewis. He ain't more cherished than uh, Ed Reed. He's not. He's just not more cherished than the same people on that same team. Uh, now, when it comes to um, what's the other quarterback we were referring to here? Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Nick Foles is extremely cherished. He has a statue. That is the only Super Bowl the Eagles have. They, yeah, they they completely cherish Nick Foles. Yeah, it's because they got that first one with him. So, yeah, so I guess that's I, what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like, they ain't even close on being cherished. Yeah. Um, but let's move it along to Terrell Owens and how he has not visited the Hall of Fame even after being inducted after his third time around in 2018. He held his own induction ceremony at the University of Tennessee instead. Um, so why hasn't Terrell Owens visited the Hall of Fame? He's salty, and I and I don't, wouldn't say for any non-justifying reason, but he he's super salty, and he's going to make this known throughout history. Really, the way he acting, I'm pretty sure the Hall of Fame is saying we never should have inducted him anyway, even though he should, by the records, he should. But I know they like this man. We never should have let him in. Well, I think it's more about his questioning how they vote on who gets into the Hall of Fame. Like, what are the qualifications? Um, I think he made the example of Calvin Johnson getting in on his first time, even though he didn't play as many years. Um, he doesn't have as many yards as some of the the first inductees whenever you compare um, their careers. And he was able to get in on his first time. And I think he has more of an issue with Okay, they're looking at just my character or maybe some things that people said about me. Maybe that's why I didn't get in. And it shouldn't be just about that. It should be about what I did on the field. I agree. It's completely about criteria of making the Hall of Fame and that he wants them to stick to a certain criteria. But it's, it's, it's already done. It, like it's, it's done how it's done. I, I definitely agree with T.O. on this. I, he should have been in at the least on the second ballot, at, at the least. But his, it was, they, they changed qualifications. That's really what he's upset about. They, before him, they said it's all things on the court, on the field. There's nothing about at, off the field, how you acted, you took cocaine, you know, all that stuff. Michael Irvin, and just to kind of throw in a receiver, Michael Irvin, and things like that, you know. If you kind of know about that time, they they done things off the field. Well, when it came to T.O. and simply because he was the villain to most, uh, he was like their entertainment and also villain uh, when it came to the media. And they really amped that up and made him pay for it along with other players who kind of the. Hall of Fame players, not the players who are currently playing at that time. They they took that against him, and they were like, "Man, you think you're real uppity? You think you're you're just entitled to this? This is a boys' club. This is a club that you're accepted into, and you haven't been acting right to be accepted in this club. So we're not going to do it." So I understand both sides, but I I really do lean more towards To because the qualification before that was not considering his actions, but he made it really the way his attitude was with them uh he made it where they considered that to be a criteria and waited as long as they could possibly probably wait but without it seeming hypocritical 
Well, um, yeah, I, he has a huge issue with them just keeping him out of the Hall of Fame due to his character. I know another player, um, Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco, he's another one. I don't think he's been inducted. I haven't really looked at his stats, but yeah, yeah probably not. I mean, but if from from the channel that I watch, I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called I'm Athlete with um, Chad Ochocinco, Brandon Marshall, and a couple other guys. Um, I think his name I know is Fred Jackson. Yeah, they have a mm-hmm. very good YouTube channel, I'm Athlete. Um, and he's talked about, he's like, he, he doesn't even care about it anymore because of um, the criteria that they try to use. Um, but I haven't really looked at his stats, but I think he probably had a really great career. I, I, I haven't really looked at him. He had a, a period of time of a great career. Um, I would give it like a nice five to six years, but I don't think no more than six years of the greatness of, uh, of Chad. Um, now, T.O. did his in, his in a very short amount of time, which actually should have pushed him up the list for getting into the Hall of Fame, but you know it was it was about how they feel he acts because he really did he didn't really get in trouble off the court. It was all about how he spoke to people, really, and it, it really was about entitlement. Yeah, um, and I'm looking at Chad's stats right now. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one thousand yard seasons. So okay. he so he did have he, another he, one. Okay. Yeah, he was he was pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't think he's wasn't not good. I just don't think he makes it to the Hall of Fame. Well, you know, first thing off is he doesn't have a ring. That that kind of that puts it against his uh, favoring him getting into the Hall of Fame off of that. Then you have the they don't like his. It's not that he was entitled. He just they they felt he was about antics. So it, yeah, <laughs> it really was that. It's not his distraction. It, 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 he was a distraction to act, and well, they they said that T.O. was a distraction. He really wasn't a distraction. He just was entitled. Now Ch- Chad Ocho was a distraction. They were the pioneers for the current receivers. You know, you know, making building your own brand, but they were penalized more for it. Yeah, the flashiness, the celebrating, the putting on the oh man, dang, that did not age well. You remember when Chad Ocho Cinco put on the Hall of Fame? Jacket, <laughs> yeah. dang that! Didn't, that did not age well. I just thought about that. He had the whole golden jacket on on the sidelines. Dang, and I don't think he ever gets in. No, no, but I think he's past that. He doesn't care. You know, he's moving on to better things. Um, and since I've seen that channel, it, it seems like he's a lot more mature. I'm not saying that he was very immature back then, but he, he's a lot more mature now. Yeah, he's that more at peace, but we gotta take an account. Like, we think uh, these people are they're, they're grown ups, but they're still majority under the age of thirty five. It's not they're not old old in their age where they've gotten to know a lot of uh, wrongs and rights. They do have wrongs and rights, but it, it takes a little bit more aging to get that type of maturity. <laughs> sometimes it takes that long. <laughs> Sometimes it does. Sometimes they, they have to get over the the things that don't matter. Okay. All right. I, I guess I can accept that. Um, so let's move it on to the NBA, and we'll talk about Anthony Davis and him being out for now a few weeks, um, at least with a calf strain. Um, so is this a big threat to the Lakers' title chances? Yeah, it definitely is. It's not that I'm afraid of the Nets at all. I just think that it's going to put a lot on LeBron. LeBron's going to have to be messing around and be Cavs LeBron. Not as much because he he didn't have much some of them times inside uh, Cav days. Um, But it puts a lot on him at his age, and he may be able to do it. He may be able to add on to another uh great overcoming situation but it's just not something that we need well society really shouldn't need or, or want because we need to extend out lebron's career as much as possible we don't need to take away this greatness i know that was selfish but 
I don't think he needs to put in this type of toll on his body that would require him. I'm pretty sure he's going to put in the effort, but I, I, what's going to be required is going to be a lot of him, and it does shorten the career. Yeah, this can shorten his career, but I think that LeBron takes care of his body enough to where he can kind of prepare for this. But this will – he might start doing a little bit more coasting. Um. I would say maybe closer to the playoffs, but he's really going to be gassed by the time that he that they get there, depending on how long Anthony Davis is out, because that that's a huge part of this this team um, in all sorts of ways. But I think that this will help LeBron as far as being lifted to that MVP, um, the MVP chase, if he's able to, you know, keep his team on track to uh, maybe the one or two seed. I, I think I don't know whether we're going to discuss it, but I, I think he's already made his case for MVP. He's he's they had what six to seven overtime games in a row. They won a seven. It was I think it was six six overtime games in a row, and they came out on top. Uh, he's playing the most minutes he's ever played, even since he well not ever played, but since he's been with the Cavs the first year uh, time around. He's he's just done actually really great things that. Nobody at this age has ever done. He is the uh, all-time athlete. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do think he's already kind of made that case. Other people are going to need this to solidify the case, and I hope people don't forget about it when they get that little bit of extra time at the end of the season and these one or two players start heating up and he may hit a little bit of a cruise. I don't think he really does because he, he stays very in tune with the media. If they're saying, oh, they're, they're being soft and they're not really w- wanting to win, especially with Skip, he, he then does the opposite. He stays very in tune on that. He is very quick to change the narrative on those things. So I'm not sure how much he gets to Cruz, but I think I really think there's a big trade coming up. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think that would really help LeBron, but... Um... He's going to have to take some time off. He's going to have to put his feet up. I know that there was one quote maybe over the past couple of weeks where he said, I don't get tired, but that's a very early thing to say right now, especially when when you have Anthony Davis coming out and he's really going to have to um, put a lot more on his shoulders. But um, he's definitely going to be doing a lot more work. I mean, he, he, he should be putting his feet up, you know, finishing up Space Jam or making other movies. I think they already finished it. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I know that he probably wants to still do some movies even after. Yeah, I, don't th- <laughs> I think he's really on this. Uh, I think he, he dibbles and dabs. He has a perfect scheduling and all of this stuff. He dibbles and dabs in many different things. He has a school. He has, he has many different things. Uh, and I agree, he does need to rest, but I don't think he is going to rest. But I say it right here. Not right now, like how I did with uh, um, Waiters, way before he even ended up on the Lakers last year. He really didn't end up being a pivotal part of them winning it, but I, I definitely knew before he they made that trade. I think Blake Griffin ends up back in L.A. but for the Lakers, and it would be great for the Lakers. They need people on a revenge tour. Two of those people would be Blake, and it would be Trez. Uh, so I gives it that extra energy to... I think they're going to actually have to go over the Clippers this year. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I think with uh, Anthony Davis being injured, I think that's that was always a concern because he has had some uh, past injuries that have kept him out of games and for long, long amounts of time. So um, this is something that just comes with the territory. But let's move along to our league MVP for the NBA. So with the season now in full swing, Who's your pick for MVP? NBA, it's it's definitely LeBron. I don't really see many people other close. Like another person who comes kind of close, I would say it's going to be MB. But it's a pretty big gap between LeBron and everybody else to me. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to agree. I think that he is pretty much the only one kind of standing by himself on uh, a very highly rated team. I mean, you might look at Steph, but 
eh, they, I wouldn't say they're really doing the best. Uh, Embiid, like you said, he's really challenging for it. But over the next few weeks or maybe months, if he's able to keep his team exactly where they are, he's basically cemented. He, he's already guaranteed himself another MVP because nobody else is really stepping up to the plate like that. At this point, I think they've, they've owed LeBron a, a MVP. I honestly think if he was just, he was averaging even six points less than he is right now, they should still give him the MVP just due to the lack of MVPs he's, in times they were supposed to give it to him. The fact that he should have won it last year. Uh, just overall. But that's not really what happens when the time comes around. This is one of those solidified times that they have to recognize everything he's doing. And even Skip. Uh, you know, Skip is a, a pure hater. He said there would be too hard of a conversation. If he sticks to these, get at least a good record in this time that they don't have AD, it's just, it, it can't be unmade that he's the MVP. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, he's, he would, he would definitely have to be the pick um, just because of the storyline and what he's doing. I'm not sure if anybody else is trying to overcome these things. I agree. I definitely agree. All right, so that does it for So You Think You Know Sports. We'll move along to the trivia questions. Um, they're all multiple choice. It's three questions. I'll try to give you my best answer along with some commentary. But you can go ahead and go with that first question, Alex. All right. So question one. Who other than Tom Brady is the only other rookie quarterback to lead their team to a Super Bowl and win? A. Steve Young, B, Kurt Warner, or C, Ben Roethlisberger? Okay. Um, well, when you say rookie, do you mean the first season starting? Yes, yes. Okay. Because I know he, he wasn't a rookie when he started. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was the first year he actually played. But yes, okay. Uh, um, well, I know Steve Young took over for Joe Montana, but I think he was already on the team. I'm not sure if he won his first year. I know Big Ben won his first one pretty early on. They had a great record. And who's the other one? Uh, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner? Ah, I don't even know. I know he was with the greatest show on turf, and then he ended up, you know, back in groceries, then back on the Cardinals. Another Super Bowl. But... Go ahead and ask that question one more time. Okay. So who other than Tom, well, we'll just say, who is the only quarter, rookie quarterback to lead their team to a Super Bowl and win? I'm going to go with Big Ben Roethlisberger. Final answer. Wrong. It's Kurt Warner. Ah, uh, that's the one Kurt, that I knew the least about. Yep. Kurt Warner is the one. Ben Roethlisberger won his in the second year. Okay, I know it's pretty early on. Yeah, that's why I was trying to make it a, a little bit harder with that one. But uh, question two, who is the youngest quarterback to win the Super Bowl? A, Tom Brady, B, Ben Roethlisberger, or C, Patrick Mahomes? Okay. Um, I'm going to go Big Ben. Final answer. <laughs> no commentary. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay, You're yeah, right. I, I thought it was him. I thought it was yep. him. Super Bowl of 2005. And I guess we'll get through this one pretty quick. Uh, so question three, who has the highest quarterback rating of all time other than Bart Starr? A. For a season? Yeah. Well, no, for their career, like forever. Oh, okay. NFL, NFL history. So I, I'll reset. So who has the highest quarterback rating in NFL history of all time other than Bart Starr, A, Kurt Warner, B, Matt Ryan, or C, Aaron Rodgers? I think the, easy, the easiest answer will probably be Aaron Rodgers because of the touchdown-interception ratio that people always talk about. Um, Matt Ryan, even though he does take a lot of flack, I think he still puts up pretty good stats. Um, and then... Who's the other guy? I can't remember. Kurt, Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner. He's still a question mark for me. 
I've only seen him play in the biggest moments, but um, this, this is kind of hard. Uh, go ahead and ask it one more time. Okay. So who has the highest quarterback rating of all time in the NFL history other than Bart Starr? A, Kurt Warner, B, Matt Ryan, or C, Aaron Rodgers? Mm, I know this is probably a trick question, but I think I'm going to go with the obvious. So I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Final answer. Wrong. He's actually ah. the least. <laughs> the least. Uh, back, okay. Yeah, Mar- Bart Starr is the highest. I didn't even put him on the list because it's just unfair. Who knows what his rear stats are? Uh, but I do know what his. He has the uh, highest quarterback rating of one hundred four point eight. The highest amount you can have is one fifty eight point three to due to the scale. But the right answer is Kurt Warner, and his is. <sighs> 102.8. Matt Ryan's is right up under his at 100.8. And Aaron Rodgers is right below uh, Matt Ryan at 100.5. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, knew the, <laughs> I knew the least about Kurt Warner's stats. So, um, that, that's greatest show on turf. Greatest show on turf. But he had a lot of other time after that. So, yeah, I, he, he, I, he I just did. But tell. he's. He's an extremely accurate quarterback, uh, but yeah, it, I, I would definitely wasn't going to put Bar Star on there to, to just completely confuse you because who would know that he would? Be I mean, there. I might pick that one because that's the most, most off one. Obvious, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know nothing about him. Yeah, but um, that's it for so you think you know sports. See you next week. All right. Um,